We're bringing you all you need to succeed in the real estate business. It's Spilling the LT, brought to you by Lawyer's Title, telling you what it's really like to work in real estate. Welcome back to another episode of Spilling the LT. I will be your host, Stephanie Allen, and I have an exciting guest with me today. Um, Mr. Jed Williams is here. He is the co-owner and chief revenue officer Got it. with Checkout DFW. Hi, Jed. Nice to see you, Stephanie. Thanks for having me on. Of course. So, okay, so there's this new cool thing called Checkout DFW, so I'm just yeah. going to let you roll with it, and I want to hear your story sure. about what you and your partner David created. Yeah, so it's exciting. You know, we launched Checkout DFW in late 2021, so in early November. So I like to say we're kind of still an infant or a baby in the world. We've only been around a few months, but David and I have been working on this idea and this concept for many, many months. We've known each other for a long time. We're friends. We share this sort of passion for entrepreneurship, for media, for building things that readers and audiences in local communities like DFW actually want and need. So what is Checkout DFW? This is the elevator pitch and I love telling the story and, and hopefully can do it pretty succinctly. But Well, first yeah. I want to ask you before you go and dive into uh, all the ins and outs because sure. there's so much to it. Yeah. Um, tell me about your background sure. a little bit and David's since yeah. he couldn't be here today. Yeah. Uh, I like to describe us as media geeks, like our whole careers are in media. It's what we know. It's what we love. It's what we do. So, you know, we're similar age, similar background in terms of our whole careers have been spent working either in and with media companies, consulting for media companies and or building media companies. Okay. Most of that has been in local media. I think that's what we're most passionate about is, again, communities and saying in specific communities, you know, whether it's it's Plano or it's Frisco or it's McKinney or it's wherever around Texas or the U.S., where people are living their lives every day, where they're setting up their lives, where they're trying to figure out what the right schools are, what the right kids' activities are, what the right businesses to support. I mean, there's a lot of news nationally, but to me, news and information and content are really lived and felt locally every day in terms of what you do and how you make decisions. Absolutely. We're passionate about that. That's really where most of our background has been. So there's really like a, a shared background and a shared mission there. And then we have really different skills. So David's background is mainly in content as a writer, as an editor, as a newsroom and audience builder. And my background is really in, in business model building and partnerships. I've worked with a lot of media companies over a long period of time to help them transform, to become really like digital first businesses, mm -hmm. to serve both audiences and, and businesses, um, you know, the, kind of the way the world works in 2022 and beyond. Um, and then I, I've, uh, and then I, you know, right before I, I did check out DFW with David, I, I built another media company in California, a digital company from scratch, and raised some money to do that. So a combination of really media and entrepreneurship, and those are the things that that bind us together, and, and ultimately had us come together and go, what could we build together in this area in North Texas that would be useful to people? Okay. Awesome. That tells me so much because, of course, I've been on the site and I'm getting yeah. lots of great things Good. from it because I am local and yeah. real estate being in the title world and wanting always wanting to bring value to my clients, yeah. which are mainly real estate agents and yeah. even buyers and sellers, um, lenders, people in our community. Um, it, it, there's so much content on there for us yeah. to utilize. Yeah. So, um, okay, let's talk about Check out DFW. So here's the elevator pitch. So okay. I'll make it snappy too. At least I hope I do. You can interrupt <laughs> okay. me if I go more than 30 seconds. So we're a, we, we like to think 
we're a first of its kind website and really digital platform. So website, email newsletters, social media, all these digital platforms, and we're providing these core things. We provide helpful real estate content, great trusted local recommendation and recommendations and expert advice from credible professionals, whether those are community professionals or real estate professionals. And the whole idea is that information should all be helpful and relevant to a reader, to a consumer going through their life and help them make a decision, get a job done, have more confidence in whatever they're doing, you know, figure out the right things to do for them and their families. And in the meantime, also be helpful to the real estate community too, which is one of our biggest clients. And exactly as you were talking about a minute ago, you know, David and I talked to countless real estate pros before we launched Checkout DFW. Mm -hmm. And that was realtors, of course, but it was also just tons of different folks in the real estate ecosystem. And Obviously, like, you know this well. I mean, so many of them told us, and, and it was really resonant, like their challenge is not only how do they stay present and visible mm -hmm. with consumers and with buyers and sellers, but how do they stay helpful right. and relevant and help to educate people? And some of that is around the real estate market, but also a lot of that's around just what's happening in communities. What are new neighborhoods that are popping right. up? What's new development? What do you need to know about schools, about crime, about transportation, about stuff for your family, et cetera? Helpfulness is a a broader umbrella than just real estate. It includes it and goes beyond it. And if we're doing that job that I described well, we should be helpful to an everyday consumer and we should be helpful to somebody that's in the real estate space too. Well, absolutely. And we have so many people relocating to this area. Yeah. And so for them to have some a, a hub to go to that has all of this relevant information yeah. um, that's you know real time, that's a great source for any real estate real estate agent, but also the buyers and sellers that are potentially coming this way. Yeah, I mean, I think I think hub is the great word. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, when we would do these interviews, well before we ever mm -hmm. launched, it was just kind of a, a, you know, the product was sort of like a twinkle in our eye at that point, and we were trying to get to let's not just build something that we think is cool or interesting. Like we should build it for what people actually need, mm -hmm. and and what a concept. Like actually listen to people and build based on need and. A lot of the people that we talked to were real estate professionals and realtors, and we still talk to them all the time. And so much of the feedback they provided was exactly what you just said, which is we would say, look, you know, your job for your client or just in talking to community members, but your job is to be knowledgeable and resourceful about all these different things. What's going on with homes, with neighborhoods, but also what's going on in that community? What are new businesses opening? What are kids' activities, et cetera? What, how, do you, how do you get that information mm -hmm. today? Sort of an open-ended question. And so many of them who you would expect to just know and like have these sources and be like all tunes in were like, it's hard actually. You know, there's Facebook groups and there's next door and like I'll go to the soccer game and talk to friends and right. you know, I'll, but it's, it's a fishing expedition. Mm -hmm. And some of the content exists, but it's hard to get to. Right. Some of the content doesn't exist at all and I need it. And that was the proverbial aha for us where we, right. we heard that enough and we kind of circled around that and said, got it. This is where and how we can be helpful to specific niches and audiences. Let's build that hub, to use your word, or, mm -hmm. you know, it's punny, but we do the pun on purpose. Like, <laughs> let's bring it all under one roof. Everyone loves my dad jokes, and they all call me punny. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so you can speak like, that way then to me. It's like a native language for us. <laughs> and that's what we did, is try to put it in one place. But we're also, by the way, not expecting everyone to come to our website. That's just not right. how people work. It's not how the internet works. We want people to develop... Um, really like our content and our brand and come to our website, but that's why we have email newsletters, that's why we have social media. But we also, you know, Stephanie, spend a lot of time out in the community physically right. connecting with what a concept, like a digital company that's actually in real life too. Right. 
Um, we, we spend a lot of time in things like existing Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. Basically, where are conversations happening right. where people need information? Go to where people are, be helpful. If you do that, you know, it'll, it'll be paid back to yeah. you. Yeah. So. And I've seen things, I mean, about employers coming, in, you know, to town and yeah. all that, that's relevant information. You know, I, I tend to live in my little bubble. And so I like, yeah. I don't want to, um, I guess you could call it rose colored glasses. <laughs> I don't want to necessarily always know what's going on nationally, even nationally as right. a whole, but I have to be kind of focused right here because that's where real estate happens. It's yeah. like the weather. It happens locally. That's what you need to pay attention to. That's right. Um, yeah. And so, even during the recession, we were taking advantage of it in comparison to the U.S., right? right? Yeah. The rest of the U.S. Absolutely. So yeah. um, so I like the fact that I can go there and really um, hone in on certain things. And even if I don't have it, I knew that I can I can probably email David and say, David, this what, this would be great information. Can you, can you, can you this? find this? Yeah, hopefully we'll have it for you that week. Right. right. So, um, so I enjoy getting the newsletters and things like that. Good. Um, one of the things, I'm going to, I made some little questions. So I want to okay. make sure that I am staying on point with some of these, what have you seen resonate with the communities you serve? Sure. Um, like your partnerships in your communities. Yeah. I mean, I think this is probably a lesson in business building and entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. no matter what your business is, whether it's mm -hmm. media or it's real estate or it's, you know, medicine or it's something else, right? Which is everybody's thinking about growth right? and everybody has limited time and limited resources and has to figure out how do you maximize the impact of your brand to grow it and find the right audiences and serve them. And, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're building something from scratch, there are a hundred, maybe a thousand things you're thinking about every day. Mm -hmm. It's tiring. There are times I go to bed at night and I'm like, I'm exhausted. I don't even <laughs> yes. know what we got through today. But the thing we always come back to is that. Mm -hmm. at, the, at the beginning and the end of the day, we're asking what are the key activities that we're taking to grow this mm -hmm. brand, to get in front of the audiences that we are confident need this product. And sure, I mean, we do all kinds of organic marketing with our own website and social and all that stuff. We do paid marketing. That, that's not new to anyone. That's not novel. What I think is particularly interesting or where we put a real focus intentionally is on just really embedding ourselves in the communities that we're serving. And I'm okay. a firm believer, and I know David shares this sentiment, like if you're going to do community information and content, you have to be in and of the places you serve. You can't just sit back. You have to lean in. You have to connect. Mm -hmm. You have to listen. You always take the coffee meeting. Mm -hmm. You buy that personal latte and go, how can I be helpful to you? That's correct. Um, and so we do a ton of that. We do a lot of that one-on-one, -on -one, whether it's with business owners or real estate professionals. But we've also really tried to build a network of community partnerships, whether that's with school you know, we have really strong partnerships with like Prosper ISD, for instance, with mm -hmm. Plano. We're building that with Frisco and with others. We're building strong partnerships with the cities themselves. You know, with, with Jeff Cheney and, and the, the office in Frisco, we have a good relationship there. We're building one with the city of McKinney. Uh, we work closely with visitors bureaus. I have a call later today with the visitors bureau in Plano. Um, I could go on and on. There's other examples too, but, but the whole point is just like, we want to be ingrained in the fabric of these places and really understand what do they already have? We don't want to be repetitive. We want to be uniquely helpful. So what do they already have? Where can we be additive? And wherever it makes sense to partner, let's partner. Right. And let's create this sort of multiplying benefit of like, okay, if we're talking to the chamber, we're talking to the Visitors Bureau, they're going to know these communities better than anybody else and better than we will. So mm -hmm. help us augment what you're already doing so right. people in Plano, McKinney, Prosper, Frisco, Frisco, Flower Mound, wherever, are just getting all of the information and experience that they need. So we put a real intentional effort on that. And it's, it's also kind of building for the long term, you know, right. and saying like, look, those are partnerships that take time. We want to invest in them. We want to nurture them. And we do that 
in time it'll help us grow. Absolutely, and it truly is. I think the world has changed as well. Like it is relationships, you know. Um, but it, what's hard for coming from a realtor perspective, you know, they kind of are the pillar. Yeah. They're, they're the center of our communities. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for them to not only know every neighborhood that's coming up and every new, you know, new construction uh, project that's going on, yeah. developments going on, um, yeah. uh, the, the market data. So for them to not have to go and do so much research I mean, have one place where they can go to get this information yeah. um, to, to be a resource for the, their clients. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty spectacular. Thank you. I also like some of the partnerships you guys are creating with some of the real estate, um, experts that you have on mm -hmm. board with you now. Yeah. Um, just showing the different flair of a neighborhood. Yeah. Um, because yeah. that's one of the first questions I would ask if, if someone was relocating from another yeah. you know, area, if they, they might want to look at Fairview and then they might want to look at Keller. Well, those are two different areas, yeah. two different atmospheres. I mean, so really honing in if, if you've got someone in these neighborhoods showcasing and, and on video and, and you guys are interviewing them yeah. and they're, they're showcasing all the different features and, and showing them the, how the culture is different there. Yeah, totally. It's a, it's a really, I'm glad you brought that up. It's a really, we think, unique and important part of mm -hmm. the Checkout DFW experience in a couple right. ways. First off, just to kind of pick up on what you were talking about and, and something you mentioned earlier, local is felt differently by different people, right? Local to you in Plano is different than local to somebody else in Keller, is different to local and somebody else in Allen Fairview, whatever it Correct. might be, right? And so like, they're gonna have a different perception of what local means and what they want and being able to serve them that way is mm -hmm. important. And, and then this ties back into experts, which is whether it's real estate experts about neighborhoods you need to know about or market trends mm -hmm. you need to know about or home design trends you need to know mm -hmm. about, or it's just community things you need to know, yeah. right? What are new business openings and closings? What are things for your kids? How do you get involved in volunteer efforts? Whatever mm -hmm. it might be, right? We, I mean, we're- or what, summer camps when everybody else is still working, moms yes. are working, dads are working, and then they're, they're all like, oh gosh, we've got to find summer camps for kids. Oh, it's May, what are we gonna do? <laughs> yes, like, camp exactly. Camp starts in two weeks, what am I doing with, yes. this, with this person? <laughs> yeah, or youth sports or any of these kind of things. and. You know, I mean, obviously, like we're, we're creating a lot of original content and, and we think there's a fair amount of expertise that we're bringing, but nothing beats the expertise of somebody that's an expert in their field mm -hmm. and or their community. Right. And so, yeah, when you go to our site, for instance, you'll see both real estate experts and then you'll see community experts. And we're drawing them into the experience where they're answering reader questions directly. Somebody that's can say, right. I'm curious about this new development in Plano, or I'm curious about what's going on with schools and Flower Mound or whatever. And like, we'll go to the authorities, to the sources on those things, to our like verified, they're not just, we're not just pulling it out of thin air, like verified experts okay. and we'll get answers. And I think the whole idea behind that is one, it gives our brand credibility. It gives readers confidence, mm -hmm. like one, that they're gonna be listened to. If you actually, like, we're inviting you to ask questions, we're inviting you to participate in the experience. Um, and a lot of media, frankly, doesn't do that. And when you do that, you'll be listened to and we'll come back and we'll get you answers and that those answers will be credible. You know, and for community organizations or our real estate partners, I think they really have taken to this experts program because they feel like they're part of our experience. They're mm -hmm. co-creating content with us. Mm -hmm. And I think they feel the impact of knowing, wow, I can be directly helpful Right. people in my community or people that might be moving to my community. It's different than just like, no offense nor slight to this, but it's different than just saying like, I'm gonna run an ad or whatever it might be. It's saying, I'm gonna contribute to that experience. They're participating. I'm participating and I feel like I'm being helpful. Right. And ultimately that's 
you know, I think that's how people want to engage and connect with, with, with businesses and communities. So philanthropy, do you guys do anything? Are, are you guys plugged in with some of our, um, the local, you know, different charities that people can get involved in, that yeah. sort of thing? Is that something that you guys have done yet? Just kind of putting that information out there? Yeah, we've profiled some charities and nonprofits. Okay. I think okay. we want to do a lot more of that. Okay. I think some of that also is understanding, like, with our real estate experts or with our community partners, what are right. the charities that they support, right? And getting okay. the word out through them. Um, uh, uh, kind of building a more sort of comprehensive like repository or set of information where if somebody is moving to one of the particular neighborhoods or areas that we cover, can they can they kind of get all that information about what are the nonprofits that exist? Mm -hmm. What are the volunteer efforts or the drives or whatever mm -hmm. right now that are sort of at their fingertips? So we've done some of it. Okay. We want to do a lot more of it. I think we want to do like one thing we've we've built a lot of already is a lot of community profiles. Mm -hmm. So we do a lot of profiles on community businesses, on community leaders, on real estate leaders. Um, we also do interesting profiles. People love people. People love to read yeah. about people more That's than they so love true. to read about data or homes. Right. They want to read about people, yeah. right? And so we do lots of stories on home buyers mm -hmm. that have moved to this area and what's their story and why did they fall in love with North Texas and why did they choose that particular neighborhood and like those are, I, I, we want to take those kind of profiles and spotlights to nonprofit as well. Okay, you know, what's great. unique about that nonprofit, but also what's unique about that nonprofit and nonprofits in general as part of the kind of heartbeat of that community. Okay. So I would say yes and a lot more to come and it is core to our mission. Yeah. of. But you're always going one step deeper, which I like, yeah. you know. Um, oh, we, okay. don't, we don't settle. We're, we're pretty, <laughs> yes. pretty aggressive about growing. Well, that makes yeah. good content. So so let's say um, we have people that are watching right now that have maybe have ideas or want want to see, um, um, yeah. you know, information. Yeah. Could they just email you that or yeah. e reach out to me and I can send it in? Or is there somewhere on the a call to action on the website that they can message? Yeah, I mean, both okay. all. Yeah, okay. direct them all to Stephanie Allen. Okay. She'll take care of all that. For, no, yes. you can what do I'll, that. but You can do that, but what I will do is call Jed and right. David. <laughs> so it's ultimately going to come back to me anyway, so I might as well just give you my email address, yes. right? And we'll do that at the end. Okay, I'll, I'll make yeah. sure that they, they, they can it. email me, they can email David, I'll give that information. But also, I think importantly, if anybody goes to the site, they're going to see all of these different like touch points or features that ask them, do you have a question? Are you curious about mm -hmm. something? Like it's all over. It's not tucked away or some hidden form. I mean, it's right at the top of so many sections of our site, which is, do you have a community question about whatever the city is, Frisco, Plano, McKinney, whatever. Do you have a real estate question? Like mm -hmm. ask here, and it's a simple, just drop down form, fill it out. We get it and we go we go get it answered. So okay. it's, it's all over our site. And you'll also notice, I mean, I hope people will sign up for our email newsletter. It's free. Everything's free. You know, it comes out several times a week yeah. and you'll see in that we'll take feedback that we've gotten from readers mm -hmm. or ideas or homes they've shared or whatever, um, or businesses that they love. And we'll mm -hmm. feature their feedback and go, you know, this person in Plano shared That's this great. with us or whatever, and then encourage more people to do that. And it becomes this this loop where people go, oh, like they actually want my feedback. Right. And when they give it, it's worth my time. They'll they'll feature me. And so yeah. we want that to be what we stand for. With okay. People. That's great. I, li I like that very much. That's a great idea, actually. Go, good. I need to start responding to those newsletters. See? They, <laughs> but you see how much I share David, them a lot. Look out. You're about to get a bunch of emails from Stephanie Allen. <laughs> I'm always I like, know. this would be a great piece. Oh my gosh. Because um, I always we're, am looking for we're good ready for it. Yeah. Well, I'm just like, you know, just real quickly, and I, I don't mean to sound like I'm preachy about this, but, you know, my whole career is in media, like David's, and, you know, there's a ton of interesting things happening in media mm -hmm. and a ton of innovation. But I think one thing that a lot of media, not everybody, 
but a lot of media has gotten a little bit wrong is there's a lot of media that just sort of creates content and publishes it and throws it at you. Right. Like pushes it at you and just goes, here you go, take it or leave it. Yeah. I don't really know, Stephanie, if it's relevant to you or not, but this is what you're getting. Right. And I don't know, I, I, I oftentimes, David and I say, let's put ourselves in the shoes of the reader and go, how does that feel to them? Does that feel very warm and inclusive <laughs> to them? Do I really feel like I'm being listened to? And, and you know, you can't, like there are limits, but we, we were just ask ourselves like, we want reader's voice to be part of this and we want it to be consistent. We don't want it to feel like an afterthought. Right. And I hope that comes through in asking for feedback, but also the way the site is set up and somebody can go, okay, these guys are sincere. Like they actually right. want to hear from me, you know? Well, and you're also looking for very good partners as well. Yeah. So, um, so if, a, you know, if you're looking for a, a good partnership with someone who's doing the work to build great content and you want to be a part of that, yeah. um, th this would definitely be the place to be because, yeah. no, I thanks. mean, you guys are yeah. highlighting them, but you're also on the backside really helping them become more more ingrained in their community as a, as a real estate agent. As yeah. a, It might be a loan officer. It might be sure. a doctor. It might sure. be an insurance agent. Yeah. So um, so those that, of, of you out there that want to get more plugged in, this might be the um, the group and team to do it because they are, um, as you said, they're still in the infant stages, but, yeah. um, fast. you know, they're growing very fast. And well, I mean, I appreciate you saying that. I don't yeah. even really need to say anything after yeah. that, but I mean, I, I, I mean, it is important people know that like, that's how, you know, we are a business and that's mm -hmm. how we grow and continue yeah. to serve these communities more richly is through business partnerships. Right. Um, all of our content is free. There's no subscription. There's no paywall. We view this as a resource and as a utility for both businesses and obviously for the communities that are being served and and our job with businesses and they're you know our, our job is to exactly as you said to find what's unique about that business mm -hmm. and help bring that to life and bring it to life in the context of the community they serve the audiences they want to reach right. help them be helpful to their clientele yes. it's not just hey will you advertise on my site like yeah come on it's not know? like that because i mean the first call we did yeah. after i was referred to you through yeah. a, a mutual um client and friend yeah. um and he he spoke so highly of you guys i get on the call and an hour and a half later <laughs> we were on there for an hour and a half just brainstorming yeah. because you know when you get with someone that's like-minded and y'all both have a you know a vision a mission and it expands that's and it. it just grows so. i remember that well i was in a coffee shop that day and i think the <laughs> coffee shop owners were like uh, are you gonna leave anytime soon and i'm like no i can't even remember what we got on this call for but now we're just rolling <laughs> but now we've, now we've conquered all the world's problems it was all solved yeah, by the end i know that's yeah. so great exactly so okay so there's one question on here that i um it's the um well, there's two. Okay. The million dollar question. Yeah. Do you think the real estate market in DFW is going to level off at any point soon or continue to soar? Yeah. And I, I base this answer on what we're hearing from all the people that we work with, not on like Jed's bad gut hunch or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to Vegas and, you know, putting this at the betting window or whatever. But we talk to so many people, as you do, yeah. in and around real estate, not just in and around real estate, but in and around these communities and what's mm -hmm. happening with these communities. And the short answer we get over and over again, and I believe it, I don't just think it's word speak at this point, is no, this market is not going to slow down. Sure, might there be a little bit of a leveling at some point? Maybe a little bit. But in terms of it being able to sustain and sustain growth mm -hmm. long term, I, I absolutely believe that. Uh, you know, it, it, And it's good for all of us if that's the case. And it's 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 not just like a theory or a wish. I think so much of it is just look at how much business 
continues to relocate into this area. Absolutely. Whether it's small business, but certainly large corporations that mm -hmm. are relocating all the time. And Texas and North Texas in specific is set up in such a tax-friendly way and a business-friendly way mm -hmm. where it's, you know, it's it's almost irresistible, I think, for yeah. many businesses. They look at North Texas and wherever they're, you know, if it's California or New York or whatever, right. it's it's just such a business-friendly climate. Mm -hmm. And I get it, like COVID and, and technology and all this have changed the modern work environment. And so some people are working remote. But, but I think for that reason, you still have a lot of businesses relocating. You'll still have a lot of people consistently coming to the area because of that. And I think you'll also have people that now have the choice to be able to work and live wherever they want more than ever. And this is such a desirable place to live for so many reasons. Right. And so, and I could probably name other factors and I'm sure there are other factors that real estate pros know better than me, but just getting that feedback and hearing that over and over mm -hmm. again and knowing just quality of life here combined with what a business friendly environment and culture it is, you know, aside from whatever the macroeconomic market is doing <laughs> with, you know, with inflation or whatever, you know, yes. Washington wants to vote on or not vote on, <laughs> right. th those things. And I don't inventory. Wanna, <laughs> and inventory and supply chain and all that. I'm not saying that those aren't factors, but I just feel like North Texas and probably Texas in general has built itself in such a way mm -hmm. around growth where it can sustain that kind of growth no matter what the sort of larger you know, right. macro or national forces are. Yes. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I like that perspective. Okay. So are there any pearls of wisdom that maybe you would give um, for any aspiring entrepreneurs who yeah. are looking to start a business, whether it's a, a real estate agent, someone in media, another industry? Yeah. Um, because I know how hard it is to start a business. Yeah. So I know that um, it's, yeah. it's kind of a bittersweet because, is. you know, it's exhausting, but there's a, lot of, there's a lot of reward, too. No so. doubt. This is my favorite question. This one's very personal for me, and, and I know for you in your own ways, and it's personal for David, too, and it's what drew us together. You know, actually, as a side hustle, it's not really a side hustle, but I teach um, an entrepreneurship class to graduate students at UNC Chapel Hill, where I did my MBA many years ago, and so it's, it's fun and it's rewarding to be able to pay it forward, but also to be able to, like, you know, live entrepreneurship and then be able to impart lessons from it and watch other people that are thinking about that in their careers be able to go like, oh, like that sparked an idea or maybe I can do that or maybe this is the time or whatever. Like right. that, it's fun. It gives me a lot of energy. Um, first off, I would tell any aspiring entrepreneur, like learn to love coffee, seriously, because <laughs> you're going to have a lot of it. You're going to buy a lot of cups of coffee for people you need to get to know. So if you don't like coffee, learn to love it. That'd be the first thing. Um, seriously, I think generally, you know, I'm, I'm a huge advocate for entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. I love builders. I could mm -hmm. sit in a coffee shop and talk to somebody about founding a business and their founding story and what got them there all day and all night. So the biggest thing I would probably say, and it's kind of a cheerleader, a rah, rah, rah thing, is sort of like, if you're thinking about it, find a way to do it. Find a way to do it, first and foremost, because it's really easy. It's always easier to say why mm -hmm. and throw up that barrier and go, this isn't the right time. Why, Matt? why now? Why me? Why this? I went through a lot of that in my career, mm -hmm. as did David. And we ultimately got to a point with Checkout DFW where we, we really stopped asking why and we stopped asking. We started asking why not. Okay. Why not us? Why not this idea? Why not now? It changes the tone and the inflection of everything. Right. So if, if you're thinking about an idea, you have to get to why not. You have to get from why to why not, mm -hmm. psychologically, emotionally, Absolutely. whatever gets you there. Absolutely, I agree with that. The other thing, though, on a really serious note that's not as much rah-rah, and I, I firmly believe this, is you have to have a good idea. An idea is important, but an idea by itself is not enough. 
And I think there's sometimes in startup land and Shark Tank and all that kind of stuff, there's this glorification of like, that idea is brilliant. And I could show you a litany, I could show you, frankly, a graveyard of great ideas that never made it because they didn't have the follow through and they didn't have the operational business plan. And that's where I was going to say, that's where I see most people fail is, is the they don't lay the foundation. And my, yeah. my analogy is always, you know, just like you have to build a foundation on a home or it will crumble, the same thing goes with your business. Yep. So if you don't have a, a solid business plan and a solid business foundation yep. laid, um, but people think they jump the gun and they and, just... And, and it sounds harsh, but they're operating, they are operating ideas as non-businesses. They think they're operating a business, but they're really not. Mm -hmm. And so that business plan, and that business plan is more than just how am I going to make money? Who am I serving? How do I know? Have I done the audience research? Who's my competition? What's my marketing cost going to be to get my brand out there? How might it, who are my hires going to mm -hmm. be? You know, how do I prudently grow? Is this going to be David and I are self-funding right now? Mm -hmm. Is it, are you going to bootstrap it? Are you going to raise money? Are you going to take a loan? Like, yeah. are you going to live in your parents' basement? What are you going to do, right? <laughs> and so I just, I, I know that sounds scary, but I just think it's important. It's, it's we kind of had to do a responsibility check mm -hmm. and go, okay, we're passionate about the about being entrepreneurs. We think we got a good idea, and that's when the real work starts. And that right. real work is the foundation laying and the business model building that you talked about. So do that work. You owe it to yourself. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing I would say connected to that is do that work, put real rigor and vigor into that foundation building, but then you have to remain really agile and flexible. And I know that sounds cliched, but I will tell you, David and I have been working on Checkout DFW for, you know, six, eight months now. We've been live for three months. We put a ton of time and energy into the plan, and it still changes all the time. Absolutely. And so you have to, you have to be comfortable with that combination of plan your work, mm -hmm. really build your plan, and then know that the only thing you ultimately know is it's going to change. Yeah. And it's probably going to change faster and more often than you thought. And can you brace yourself for that? Right. I, that's, I mean, and that's I, good pearls of wisdom. And I agree with everything you said. Now, I, I could never start. I mean, I could start my own business. I haven't wanted to because I've worked for great employers like Lawyer's Title. And um, they give me that autonomy, uh -huh. you know, to feel right. like I am creating my own business Absolutely. within a business. Um, but I don't have the cost of errors. If, if I make a mistake, well, first of all, I'm not a hiring manager. So right. thank, thank goodness. But one day in my past, yeah. when I was, I always said, my cost of errors was terrible because yeah. I'm not good at hiring. Right. And so, yeah. and I would always say, thank goodness it wasn't my money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's totally. part of your, it is our money at least right, right now. Yes. And, and there is real opportunity cost in any decision, whether it was your money or not, but particularly mm -hmm. when you're self-funding something, you know, I think it's interesting. One thing you talked about is like working for a great company and, but then still being able to build and create within that mm -hmm. company. And that's something I talked to students about. And I, I like to talk about in general is it's easy to focus only on entrepreneurship, which is mm -hmm. what David and I are doing with Checkout DFW and building something new from scratch. And that's great, of course. But there's all these opportunities for all kinds of people in their current jobs, in great jobs with great companies, to say, how can I be entrepreneurial? Yes. And I don't think the word entrepreneurship gets talked about enough, but you've lived it, which is like, wow, I can grow my own career, but also really help grow this company yeah. in ways that feel entrepreneurial, that help propel me and the company forward. 
but still work within right. kind of the context of this brand and this business. So I kind of have that support system and I have that tailwind, mm -hmm. but I still get to challenge myself in these new ways. Right. And I get to do that with my clients. And you get to, there you go. Yeah. So, so it goes you, both ways. So you, you can get a win-win without having to go, okay, is he really saying that everybody else to walk out to the end of the, <laughs> of the diving board here and like take <laughs> yes. the plunge? No, I'm not necessarily saying that's for everyone. Right. But I, you gave me a great idea. So we're going to have to talk after this because okay. I'm thinking about, um, that'd be a great class to teach some of my clients, yep. you know, just the foundational um, business um, structures because yep. a lot of them don't know. Well, and, and exactly. And, and really, I think, it, you know, different structures, whether it's entrepreneurship or entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and also just, I know it sounds rudimentary, but it's, it's not and it's hard. But like, how do you really put together a, a detailed and sound business plan? Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing, even if you're just building a new product or a new service within an existing company, the same mandate exists. You've got to create a business plan right. and you have to support that decision. And you're going to your team, your manager, your boss and saying, we should invest in this. Okay. Why should I invest in your thing versus these other 10 things? Right. Like, you still have to build the case. Just like if you're me, you know, growing your own Absolutely. company. Absolutely. I've so, got it. Okay. So yeah. if someone was going to try to get in touch with you, yeah. what would be the best method, Jed? Sure. So to get in touch with me, uh, it's easy. Just email me. It's Jed, J-E-D. I spell it. I know it's only three letters, but you wouldn't believe what Starbucks spells my name <laughs> as. Crazy stuff. So Jed, J-E-D at checkoutdfw.com. So Jed at checkoutdfw. David, my co-founder, who's our chief content officer, is just David. That one's easier. D-A-V-I-D. <laughs> David at checkoutdfw.com. My phone number, if somebody wants to get in touch with me directly, is 919-265. 8899, you know, call me or text me. And then the other thing, as I would say, is just go to the site, check out dfw.com, sign up for the email newsletter. There's all kinds of ways to get in touch with us there, whether you want to contact us directly or you just want to submit a question, or I'm curious about this, or hey guys, it'd be really cool if you covered this in my neighborhood, or I'm thinking about moving, I've got this question about selling my home or okay. buying a home. So you can get in touch with any of us personally and we'll get right back to you. Or you can just get in touch through the site and we're here to, to listen and respond. Okay. And you can also reach out to me and I can give, get you or in touch that, with them yes. as well. Yes. Okay. So what we do the, for the last part, this is what we do. We play a little okay. fun game. Okay. Um, just to lighten the mood. You warned me about and that. And so the, you just have to answer off the top of your head. Rapid okay. Fire? Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Just to see, just to see what you say. Okay. okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Dogs or cats? Dogs, unquestionably. <laughs> Netflix or YouTube? Uh, becoming tougher all the time, but <laughs> probably Netflix. Okay. Call or text? Mm, text. I'm really good on text. I'm not bad on call, but I'm good on text. <laughs> um, okay. Cardio or weights? Cardio. I'm a runner. Okay. Runner and a hiker. Yes. Okay. I need to be answering that weights, but I'm answering that cardio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Facebook or Instagram? Definitely Instagram. Okay. That's changed, but definitely Instagram. Okay. So yeah. I'm like the only person in the world that says Facebook. Here's the other thing, though. Can I throw in a wild card? Like, yeah. I'm a Twitter user. Okay. So, well, I can see you as a, a, a I'm Twitter. A media, new information. <laughs> yes, I can see you as a Twitter. Kind of a Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. I don't get enough lines to, to write on, tw That's on like, Twitter. You need more than 140 <laughs> characters. Yes. Sorry. Uh -huh. uh, okay. Twitter, are you listening? So, we have a new product idea for so you. So you said Instagram. So I'm going to say Instagram or TikTok. Instagram. Okay. I'm too old and yeah. out of touch to be doing TikTok yeah. well. So. I know. All I do is watch the fun Watch funnies. other people's yes. random videos. Okay. Right. Okay. So while you're taking a walk, for uh -huh. instance, um, music or podcast? It's changed. It used to be music. And sometimes it's still music if I need to totally zone. But it's become more podcasts. Okay. And a lot of that, frankly, is and as nerdy as it sounds, is around entrepreneurship and business building. Okay. And it's where I can get some. I don't have a lot of time to read. 
So it's where I can get some fuel and new ideas while also like, you know, getting my butt out of a chair. Okay. Speaking on that, what's your favorite book? Or good, a good book that you would recommend. You told me about one, sure. and I'm trying to think of what it was. Sure. If we're talking about business books or kind of entrepreneurship. entrepreneurship. Yeah, I mean, it's probably the most influential book I ever read, and I think some people will know it. It's called Innovator's Dilemma yeah, that's by what I wrote, Clayton yeah. Christensen, who's okay. passed away, but he was a really well-known Harvard Business School professor and consultant. And if you want to really kind of think deeply about how does innovation happen in a market? And like, if I were going to build a new business, wh- where would I find my niche and how would I disrupt? And okay. it's a, it's a... Like it's sort of the preeminent book on that. I I've, I did my I wrote part of my thesis 15 years ago. Okay, on say it, the book name one more time. It's called Innovators Dilemma, and it's by Clayton Christensen. Okay, great. So uh, that's my next book to read. Okay. I wrote it down, but I'm still finishing another book right okay. now. Okay. By the so. way, I'll give you one more. Sorry, there's one more. Okay. It's called The Master Switch. Okay. It's by a guy named Tim Wu, uh, and he's actually the guy. He's a big media scholar. He came up with the idea of net neutrality. But Master Switch, if you're into media and like the history of people reading and watching and advertising and all that, it's like a history and business lesson on like the history of disruption and transformation in media over like 400 years. Okay, inter- that's pretty, interesting too. It's thick, but it's pretty awesome. Okay, well, and we're dealing with a lot of that now. I mean, in real with time. all the real all time. The time. Yes. Yeah. Okay, pool or beach? Probably beach. I'm not big on either. I'm much more answer. mountains. You can't answer. You can't answer. You got to answer beach, more beach. Beach, yeah. beach, beach. Um, I always say both. I just did a polar plunge at the beach over I, New Year's. So yeah, beach. I heard about that. Yeah. You're crazy. Yeah. Okay. High tech or low tech? Funny because I'm in digital, right? But I'm more of a low tech kind of okay. guy. Yeah. Football or basketball? Basketball. Work hard or play hard? I mean, I know what I should answer, and then I know what I'm really going to answer. I mean, I wonder if it comes across to the audience here. Probably work hard. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So, nice car or nice home interior? Ladder. Would, home. Yes. What's worse, laundry or dishes? Dishes. Okay. Laundry is kind of zen for me on a Sunday <laughs> night. I'm like, all right, let's get that thing going. Yeah. That's me too. I uh-huh. like doing laundry. Right. Okay, jogging or hiking? Jogging. But I love both. Okay, bath or shower? Shower. Okay. I haven't taken a bath in 20 years. That's gross. Um, Sorry. You're like, that grosses me out. Yeah. Um, sneakers or sandals? Sneakers. Okay. Online shopping or shopping in a store? You know, um, I do a lot of online shopping out of convenience, but if you gave me the preference, I still like walking into stores. Okay. Example, I still like walking into bookstores okay. and like getting lost for an hour and then buying an actual physical text and walking Okay. Out yeah. Yeah. Because uh-huh. you like to read books. I listen to books. See, well, you're just more efficient than me. You're also <laughs> high tech. I'm low tech. See? Yeah, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Passenger or driver? Driver. No <laughs> doubt. I freak out as a passenger. Oh, gosh. Okay. Most important in a partner. Um, do they need to be intelligent or funny? Can I say both? But Yes, if, you can. If I, I mean both. But I would say of the two, probably funny because I think too often we all take ourselves too seriously. Yeah, that's so true. Okay, save or spend? Save. Okay, coffee or tea? Particularly when you're building your own business. Yeah, save, save, save. save, save. save. Uh-huh. So, coffee or tea, we know this answer. 20 coffees. coffees. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, Sorry, co- David, I had to buy coffee for a client this morning, too. <laughs> <laughs> Happens all the time. As long as you're not drinking that nitro not cold beer. It's a little too much. It's aggressive even by my standards. Oh, car or truck? Car. Okay. Now, my dad, my dad were here, he'd be like, Dodge Ram, souped up <laughs> oh all the gosh. way, but car. Okay, TV or book? book not a tv watcher okay movie at home or movie in the theaters um i'm obviously covid's changed that a little bit but i've always been a movie theater goer i like the experience yeah and i like to change my setting and be able to kind of zone out and get away from distractions so movie theater okay 
Ocean or mountains? Mountains, 100 times. Okay. Horror movie or comedy movie? Comedy. I like both. And by the way, bad horror movies can be funny. Oh, Seeing yes, that's true. Yeah, so you could have yeah, both. Yeah. Okay. Winter or summer? Summer. Okay. Beer or wine, wine. or cocktail? Uh, wine, white wine. Okay. Yeah. Dine-in or delivery? And obviously, it's changed a little bit, but dine-in, I'm a big, like, restaurant experience. Yeah. Learn about a city by going to try a new place, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, sweater or hoodie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a startup guy, so I should be wearing a hoodie like Mark Zuckerberg or I something. I see he right? wears a sweater. So it's funny. <laughs> David, my co-founder, owns, like, 15 hoodies. He's the hoodie. If Emily, his wife, is listening, she's going to roll her eyes because she has to buy him hoodies all the time <laughs> for his birthday. I have never owned a hoodie in my life. You're a sweater. sweater I can totally see you a sweater. Yes. Totally. Uh-huh. Um, okay. When you're sleeping, do you have a fan or no fan? Yeah, usually a fan. Okay. I also can turn on, like, the white noise machine yes. sometimes to zone out. Like, <laughs> That's welcome, what I do. Welcome to aging. I yeah. I can't sleep without it. Uh-huh. Um, TV shows or movies? Um, like usually movies okay. and I like to go back and watch old movies, like watch classic movies and rewatch them 10 years later and see if I still like yeah. them. Yeah. That's okay. fun for me. Well, that was all of our fun game. That's a, that's so a quite do... a list of what I, I, I do. It's okay. so fun. It just okay. gets you a little, learn a little bit more about you. Well, see, and like, I know where I'm a startup guy and we're all working hard, but I'm also, I double as a human being in my spare time, you know, and like yes. that list actually makes us a little more human. I know. So. Well, I just have to say thank you so much for joining us today on our, um, on our podcast. My pleasure. Yeah. And Fun so, conversation. Yes, Thanks for your support. Absolutely. Of course. Thank you for all that you're putting out there. It helps us in what we're doing every day. Good. We'll keep doing more of it. And you know where to find me to let me know what else we need to be doing. Okay. So. Well, um, guys, thank you all for watching. And we hope that you will join us again on our um, Spilling the LT podcast. Please like and share and subscribe below to see more episodes. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you.